0: Hello and welcome to the Rugby Girls Podcast. I'm John Keenan, no my Harimai. Today is December 21, and now let's talk some rugby. Okay, well, this is a five part podcast uh, where I'm looking at the five different New Zealand Super Rugby teams uh, and their squads for 2021. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to release these uh, as individual parts, so they're going to be basically five short podcasts or like five 15 to 20 minute podcasts for each team Uh, but i'm also going to put all five teams together and make it one long podcast in the future as well so yeah uh hopefully you like that hopefully you can find one of the five teams that is yours if you particularly like one new zealand super rugby team Uh, and you can you know check that one out uh if you want to you know listen to me talk uh about all five teams while there will be a longer format or like, you know, a longer podcast incorporating all five parts or all five teams as well. So yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. And yeah, I hope things are well in your life. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Part one, the blues. So let's have a look at the blues for the 2021 season. So for The outs, starting off at prop, the outs, uh, Ezekiel Lindenmouth, Sione Mafaleo and Joe Walsh. So uh, Mafaleo has moved to the Chiefs, Uh, Lindenmouth and Walsh Walsh have been uh, returned to their NPC teams, their national provincial teams uh, in the Mitre 10 Cup. Uh, Inns for the Blues at prop, uh, Nepo Lalala and James Lay. Nepo Lalala coming from the Chiefs, uh, a current All Black and then a James Lay from Auckland. So for the props, uh, starting out for the season we have uh, Alex Hodgman, Nepo Laulala, James Lay, Marcel Renata, Karl Tuinukiawe and Ofa Tunga Afasi. So that's a really good stable of props there uh, for the Blues, um, you know, obviously you've got the likes of Hodgman, Laulala, Tuinukiawe and Tunga Afasi. Who are all current All Blacks, so that's four All Black props. Uh, Plus, you have Marcel Renata, who has been in and around uh, Super Rugby for a couple of seasons now. So, you know, a lot of depth there for uh, the Blues at prop. Uh, If we have a look at hooker, out is Leteru Tolai, who's been returned to North Harbour, Uh, and in is Sosani Vikina, Vikina. Sorry, I might not have said that correctly, uh, from Auckland. So you've essentially, you know, returned to an NPC team, uh, one player, and picked up one. uh, You know, Tolai returning to Harbour, Vakina uh, coming in from Auckland. What does that leave you with? It leaves you with Kurt Eklund, Ray Nuiar, James Parsonson, and Soani Vakina. So you'd have to say, in terms of the hooking socks there, perhaps a little bit weak. Um, you know, obviously James Parsons is going to be your man, uh, backed up by Kurt Eklund, uh, you know, you would think, uh, you know, barring injury. Um, not the worst uh, hooking stocks, but certainly not the best, uh, I think, as we'll see uh, from the other teams. But, you know, very, very good, very, very high-level props there uh, in terms of the front row. Uh, into the locks, uh, who has Auckland lost? Uh, they've lost Sam Cade. He's gone to the Waratahs. And Aaron Carroll has gone back to the Bad Plenty, New Zealand NPC team. <clears throat> Who have they picked up? They've picked up Sam Dari from Canterbury. Uh, so yeah, pretty interesting pick. <clears throat> Sam Dari, excuse me, Sam Dari, is definitely you know one to look out for. He's definitely come through the ranks uh, in Canterbury, uh, sort of academy levels, uh, and even their NPC team. So you know, like pretty good pick up uh, at lock for the Blues there. Uh, it means they have uh, for 2021 Jared cowley Tuiotti, Sam Dari, Josh Goodhue, Jacob Pierce, and Patrick Tui Pilotu. So, you know, obviously that's led out by uh, Patrick Tui Pilotu, current All Black, uh, and then the likes of uh, Josh Goodhue and Jared cowley Tuiotti are uh, two very established, uh, you know, super rugby level players. Uh, Sam Dari, as we just said, <clears throat> an up and comer through the Canterbury system, should be. You know, one to watch over the next couple of years, uh, and then Jacob Pierce has been in and around the Blues, I think, for at least a year. Uh, so yeah, you know, looking again, very good uh, at lock, very deep. Uh, As we have a look at the flankers, who has who has left the Blues? Uh, Tony Lamborn has uh, back to Southland's, Waimana Redlinger Kapa back to Auckland, uh, and James Tucker is uh, injured uh, for the twenty twenty one season at present so who is in for the blues uh, we've got dylan hunt uh, from the highlanders and Tane plumtree uh, from wellington so yeah definitely dylan hunt uh, a very very good buy very good pickup there uh, very interesting to see tony lambourne uh, you know lose his blues contract after having an absolutely storming uh, season for Southland uh, in 2020 uh, and then also uh, currently not being picked up by any other super rugby team as well uh, so, what does it leave the Blues with in 2021? Uh, at flanker, they have Blake Gibson, Dylan Hunt, Dalton Papali'i, Tane Plumtree, Tom Robinson, and Hoskins Satutu. So, you know, that's a huge amount of quality there. Uh, obviously, Tom Robinson can play in at lock as well. He's a, pretty much like a Scott Barrett, like a swingman. You can, you know, start him at lock, you can start him at six, you know, you can play him off the bench to to cover all three roles. Um, So, you know, he's a a very handy addition. And, again, he's been around for a couple of years now. Uh, Obviously, you know, Blake Gibson and Dylan Hunt, a couple of quality sevens, even Dalton Papali'i. Current All Black, who can play, certainly play six, if not seven, as well. Uh, And then you've got Hoskins Satutu as well. Excuse me. So that's an incredibly good, incredibly deep, uh, you know, flanker position uh, covered sort of like 6-7, I guess you could consider it six, seven, eight. 7 um, there for the Blues. Uh, and then at number 8, who do we have? Uh, Akira Ioane. So just the way that this is broken down, essentially, you know, certain players, you, you might consider them a 6 or a 7 and they're listed as a number 8. You might consider them a fly half, a 10, and they're listed as a fullback, whatever, right? But, you know, essentially you, you, you add Akira Ioane to um, that list of flankers that we just talked about and you have some extreme depth there um so yeah like the blues the blues four pack looking really really good really really high class uh for uh 2021 i mean if you if you basically go through uh the losses there i mean uh, lindenmouth mafaleo Muff, to the chiefs maybe a little bit of a loss a slight you know loss of quality there and then walsh um, you know, not too much in the props to uh, you know be disappointed about uh, Latiru Tolai returning at Hooker, uh, back to NPC, uh, Sam Cade and, Andy, and and Aaron Carroll uh, moving on or you know moving away, and then Tony Lamborn, Waimana redlinger Kapa, and James Tucker. So I mean, you you've really got to look at that and say they pretty much lost nobody of significance there uh, in the four pack, and then you look at the pickups. You know, Nippo Laulala from the Chiefs, essentially almost, you could say, a trade for Sione Mafaleo. Uh, and that's, you know, you'd have to say that's a win. He's a current All Black. Uh, Sam Dari from, you know, Canterbury in the Canterbury system. Uh, and then Dylan Hunt from the Highlanders. So, you know, the Blues certainly winning in terms of, like, who did they lose? Who did they pick up? Uh, you'd, you'd have to say they're going to be stronger again than they already were in 2020 with that 2021 uh, Ford's squad. So let's look into the backs uh, and go through there and see what we've got. So uh, at at Scrum Half, which I call halfback, uh, we have no changes. So they've retained the three uh, halfbacks that they had in 2020. So that's uh, Finlay Christie, Sam Nock, and Jonathan Ruru. Again, um, you know, not a huge amount of star power there. I I wouldn't think any of those three are really knocking on the door of, like, say, All Black selection. Uh, a few people do seem to rate Finlay Christie, uh, but you know I think those are just three very, very you know solid, you know rock solid, um, you know good quality Super Rugby players. It's a good stable of halfbacks there that are going to do a job for you and that you can rotate in and out. And I think actually uh, in this sort of day and age, uh, it's actually quite good to be coming into a competition and to you know be uh, progressing through a competition. Certainly having two, if not three, like, fairly equal halfbacks just so that, you know, you can start a player and sub him at halftime, or you can start a player and, you know, give him, like, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, and you're not afraid to bring on his, his sub, essentially. If you have too powerful a halfback, i.e. like a TJ Perenara for the Hurricanes or an Aaron Smith for the Highlanders, it often means that those players play perhaps too many minutes they might play 70, 75 minutes in a game, and basically the people backing them up really just get garbage time. Um, So, you know, I think that's something that the Crusaders have shown the way on, just in terms of how successful they've been over the last four years. It's quite a big part of that, I believe, is having the likes of Mitchell Drummond and Bryn Hall, who you can basically start one and then start the other, you know, week after week. Uh, it doesn't really matter too much. You know, they're they're two very good quality halfbacks and you could start either, you could play either, you know, from the bench, you could give each, you know, half a game and that's kind of the way the Crusaders have done things for a number of years now. So I feel looking at those uh, scrum halves or halfbacks for the Blues, you know, in Christie, Nock and Ruru, they've just got three pretty much equal options that, you know, they can start a game with and they're not really losing too much. And then, you know, whoever is backing up uh, from the bench, you know, is going to provide quality as well. So uh, into the fly halves, who I call uh, first fives, um, we've got a couple of outs there. So we've got Boden Barrett uh, to Santori, San Goliath, uh in Japan. So he's taken basically a year out of Super Rugby. Uh, so he's going to be gone for twenty twenty one Super Rugby season up in Japan, playing for Santori. Uh, and Jack Hayton uh, has been returned to North Harbour as well. Uh, I believe he must have been sort of short-term cover last year, perhaps for uh, Stephen Perifetta. Um, And, you know, he didn't get a game, and he's just been returned. So no great loss there for the Blues. What does that leave them with? It leaves them with uh, Oteri Black, Stephen Perifetta, and Harry Plummer. Again, a a nice thing there is that, you know, Oteri Black is certainly an out-and-out 10 that you really want to play 10. But uh, Stephen Perifetta, you could certainly play him at fullback and shift him into 10 to finish a game. Um, and then Harry Plummer you could certainly you know play him at second five and shift him in to finish a game. Um, and then obviously you know Perifetta and Plummer could even start games at 10 you know and move out to 12 or move out to 15. So it's it's quite nice there uh, what, what the blues have again they have three you know pretty rock solid, if not really spectacular. Um, you know, first five tens, uh, but also at least two of them in terms of Plummer and Perafeta, you know, can play in your midfield, can play at fullback. So there's quite a lot of versatility there. It's good to see. Uh, If we go into the centres, which is essentially 12-13, who have the Blues lost? Well, they've lost Joe Marchant, who was essentially on a six-month contract from Harlequins uh, in English rugby uh, for 2020. So uh, he's been returned, um, and they've actually picked nobody up. So the Blues are essentially going in just with uh, TJ Fayani, Rico Ioane, and Tanilio Talia. Leo Talia, sorry, I'm not sure if I said that name uh, very well. I apologise. But yeah, basically they've picked no one up for Joe Marchant. They're just going in with three players playing in the centres, although like I said, Harry Plummer can do that for you as well. Uh, and no doubt there's a couple of guys uh, in the wings slash fullback uh, that could do a job for you in the midfield as well. So let's have a look at the wings. Uh, there's quite a lot of movement there for the Blues. Uh, so they've lost Matt Duffy uh, to Honda Honda Heat in the uh, Japanese league. Uh, so that's a little bit of a loss. Um, a former All Black from a couple of years ago, and he's certainly been a pretty good, pretty high quality uh, Super Rugby player, not just for the Blues, but also for the Rebels uh, in Australia, out of Melbourne uh, a few years back now. So you know, um, a good player, uh, and you know they will be a little bit this. You know they will de- definitely miss him uh, in certain ways. Uh, very good in terms of being able to play wing and fullback as well, like a true cover of the back three. Um, they also lost at Jordan Highland Uh, who has just been returned to Northland, a -A mighty 10-cup team. Who have they picked up? Uh, They've picked up AJ Lamb, the younger brother of Ben Lamb uh, from Auckland, Uh, Joni Makalai-Torre from Northland, Uh, Joni Makalai, I believe, somewhere along the line he was playing for the Crusaders, that might have been a couple of seasons ago now, Uh, and they've picked up Jacob Ratumaitavuki tavuki nepkins from Taranaki, Uh, a a very promising winger, Um, who played some, you know, had some outstanding form uh, in the Mighty Ten Cup certainly early on uh, for Tabanaki. So what does that leave them with uh, for the wings? Well, they've got Caleb Clark, AJ Lamb, Joni Makalaitore, Imoni Narawa, Jacob Ratumai, Tabuki Nipkins, and Mark Talia. Now, I've got to say, uh, as a New Zealander, that is just a ridiculous stable of winging talent, uh, of wing talent right there. I mean, you know, Caleb Clark is just, has been incredible uh, this year for the Blues and for the All Blacks. Uh, AJ Lamb, you know, younger brother of Ben Lamb, uh, you know, who has been a blockbusting Hurricanes and New Zealand Sevens player over the past, well, probably better part of a decade now, uh, is going to be one to watch. Uh, Joni McAulay, like I said, believe he's got uh, super Rugby experience with the Crusaders. Uh, Ratu Mai Tavuki Nepkins uh, an up and from Tauranaki, in age grade rugby and then Mark Talia who had a breakout season last year with the Blues uh, and was really pushing there for a while to be included in the All Blacks. Uh, he was certainly in the conversation for a while. Uh, so, you know, having that kind of firepower, uh, that's that's incredible. Uh, and then just to finish, uh, at fullback, uh, they've released Jared Page back to North Harbour uh, and they picked up Zahn Sullivan. Again, another very young, up and coming, very promising, like uh, age, grade, school, school level player, um, you know, who's still very young uh, and, and may well see a, a little bit of game time at fullback. But yeah, uh, you know, that's an incredibly good and deep uh, backs, um, you know, combination or backs squad uh, for the Blues as well. Um, like I said, you know, the ability of Plummer to play out in the midfield, the ability of Perfera to probably play and start quite a lot, I would imagine, at fullback. Uh, is really going to help with that depth as well. Um, So, yeah, pretty incredible. Uh, And then I guess uh, just in terms of head coach, uh, they had Leon McDonald in his first year last year, or I guess this year, as I say, 2020, still got a couple of weeks left, uh, and he has been retained. So he'll be in his second full season in charge at the Blues. So, you know, you'd have to say, again, just have a really quick look uh, at the bats there. Who did the Blues lose? Well, they've lost uh, you know, Boden Barrett on a sabbatical, or uh, essentially a, a six-month uh, you know, Japanese uh, club uh, contract, which was you know, part of his negotiations uh, when he signed on to the Blues. Uh, they've lost Jack Heaton, which I really don't think is too much of a loss. Uh, I think he was definitely just squad cover. Um, you know, Joe Marchand back to Harlequins. That will definitely be a little bit of a loss. Uh, But you know, again, he was essentially on a six-month sabbatical from you know, with Harlequins' blessing, and was always going to be coming back, you know, to English rugby. Uh, You know, Matt Duffy to Honda, and then Jordan Highland returned to you know, an NPC team, Northland. Uh, Oh, sorry, and Jared Page as well at fullback being returned to North Harbour. So you know, really, um, you know, Matt Duffy is really the only loss there that you'd have to say was not signposted and/or you know, the Blues knew that they were going to be losing it for 2021. Um, and, you know, probably the only real player of class that you'd, that you'd you know, perhaps want to start uh, if he was available in 2021. So, again, you know, looking through those forwards, looking through those backs, you know, the Blues are going to be, like, seriously good, I believe, uh, in 2021 uh, with that squad. Part two, the Chiefs. So, looking at the Chiefs' uh, squad for 2021, um, you know, we've got quite a lot of movement here. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. So, at prop, uh, the Chiefs have parted ways with Rob Cobb to Waikato, Ryan Coxon to Tasman, Ross Glendenhouse to Bay of Plenty, and Nepo La Lala to the Blues. So, essentially, they've kind of released three players back to, uh, you know, their NPC club teams. Uh, and they've lost Nepo Lalala to the Blues. Uh, who have they picked up? Uh, they picked up Sione Mafaleo from the Blues. So essentially, you know, Lalala and Mafaleo have, you know, pretty much been involved in a transfer. Uh, and you'd have to say the Blues, you know, certainly win out of that. Mafaleo is a good player and he's got potential uh, to rise further. But you know, Nepo Lallala at present is you know quite a quite an integral part of you know an All Blacks you know prop makeup. So I think, you know, certainly losing him to the Blues, picking up Mafaleo is a little bit of a loss uh, for the Chiefs. What is good for the Chiefs, though, is they had a number of long-term injuries uh, last year, um, especially to the likes of Atu uh and Angus Ta'Aval, uh, two props that have been involved with the All Blacks in the last couple of years. So let's have a look at their stable. Uh, who do they have uh, for props for 2021? Well, they have Sione Mafaleo. Uh, Atu Moli, Oli Norris, Ruben O'Neill, Aiden Ross, and Angus Ta'aval. So, you know, that's pretty high quality. Um, certainly, the likes of uh, Atu Moli and Angus Ta'aval, you know, they should be leading that pretty hard. Uh, and, you know, they should have pretty good support from the likes of Mafaleo and even Reuben O'Neill, uh, a couple of players, you know, to look out for. So, you know, you'd have to say that's pretty strong, pretty deep, um, you know, super rugby level. Uh, prop stocks Uh, so yeah let's move it on and have a look at the hooking so for the hookers uh, who did they lose well donald Maka was returned to counties manukau uh, and nathan harris has returned from injury so nathan harris atumoli and even angus angus ta'avau all three of those two props and a hooker uh, have been involved you know 2018 2019 with the all blacks and essentially all of them had You know, basically they almost had write-off seasons for 2020 uh, in terms of the Chiefs. So uh, pretty huge for the the Chiefs to get back Nathan Harris. He was definitely considered like the number three all-black prop, i sorry, all-black hooker uh, all the way through most of the last World Cup cycle. uh, And then, you know, kind of got pipped a little bit, slash got injured in 2019 and sort of lost out there. Uh, But, you know, he will have quite a big point to prove after having pretty much missed the entire 2020 season, uh, and it'll be interesting to see uh, how he does. So, yeah, you know, l- the loss of Maka uh, is not not too much uh, to talk about or worry about, I don't think, for the Chiefs, and the return of Nathan Harris, a former All-Black, is a very good news. So what does that mean for their hooking stocks? Uh, they have Nathan Harris, Bradley Slater, and Samasone Takiaho. So, you know, you would think Harris and Takiaho. Will sort of like run things, you know, as in terms of, you know, starting and reserve hooker. uh, And that's a pretty quality one two punch uh, at Super Rugby level. So, you know, looking pretty good for the Chiefs. We move into the locks. uh, Let's have a look. So, who did the Chiefs lose? Well, they lost Michael Allardyce to Toyota Verblitz, so to a Japanese club team. uh, And they lost Tyler Ardron to Castre uh, in France, or in the top 14 in France. Uh, who did they pick up? They picked up Josh Lord from Taranaki. So not a lot of buying uh, there. And that's a couple of quality players that they've lost at lock. Certainly Allardyce was playing pretty well for the Chiefs over a number of years. Uh, and I guess you'd have to say the same for t- Tyler Ardron. Maybe fallen off his game a little bit in the last year or two. But he had been a really good buy for the Chiefs. Probably been around that Chiefs team for four or five years now. Uh, and he's a Canadian international. Uh, pretty good player. But yeah, probably the right time in his career to, you know, up sticks and leave, uh, you know, and try his luck somewhere else, uh, which is what he's doing. So what does it leave the Chiefs with? It leaves them with uh, Naitoa Akoi, Josh Lord, uh, Lachlan McFunnell, and Tupu Va'i. So, you know, this is a serious weakness here, you'd have to say, for the Chiefs. Uh, Again, like, Naitoa Akoi kind of had a a rookie season last year and was pretty damn good. Certainly got a lot more game time than was probably expected and did very well with it. Uh, And obviously Tupo Vai as well uh, was a bit of a rookie uh, coming into the Chiefs last year and pushed his way all the way into the All Blacks. So I think they'll be relying on those two a lot uh, this year. Uh, You know, Josh Lord, uh, I think he's probably ready uh, for a stint in Super Rugby, but he again is, you know, basically completely lacking in experience, and then Lachlan McFunnell. Uh, apparently uh, he was in the Chiefs' setup last year, but did not play, and I'm not really too familiar with him, so I'm not sure how much game time he will get. But yeah, locks, looking perhaps a touch weak there for the Chiefs. Uh, if we have a look in at flankers, uh, who did the Chiefs lose? Uh, they lost Dylan Nell, he's been returned to Otago. And James Thompson returned to Waikato, so a couple of NPC New Zealand teams, provincial teams. Uh, who did they pick up? They picked up uh, Calum or Callum Bosher, um Lachlan's brother. So Callum Bosier from Taranaki, and Simon Parker from Waikato. Uh, what does that leave them with? Um, they must have been very tempted. I, I'm assuming to have to have offered someone of the likes of Liam Messam uh, and or Adam Thompson uh, a contract for uh, 2021. Uh, But uh, they said no to those two, you know, extremely experienced former All Blacks. Uh, And they picked up uh, Cullen Boschier and Simon Parker. So, what's the lineup now? So, you've got Cullen Boschier, Lachlan Boschier, Sam Kane, Luke Jacobson, Mitchell Carpick, Simon Parker, and Peter Gus Surkula. So, you know, there's a huge amount of quality there. Uh, The Boschier brothers, Sam Kane, current All Black captain, uh, Luke Jacobson was in the All Blacks, was shaping up to be some sort of, uh, you know, well, he was basically given the hat tip by Steve Hansen, uh, but then had to pull out of, um, you know, the 2019 All Blacks Rugby World Cup squad. Uh, And then you've got the likes of Mitchell Karpik, who's a very good seven, has been around now for a while, great backup, great deputy to Sam Kane. Uh, And then Peter Gus Suakula as well, who's a, you know, Fijian international and uh, runs hard from eight and does, you know, a lot of good things. So you know, really good, uh, or really set uh, at at lock. Uh, sorry, at flanker there, maybe a little bit low or a little bit lacking at lock, but certainly huge depth at flanker. Uh, and then with number eight, uh, we see they did lose, or they've uh, let Adam Thompson go back to Waikato, which is fairly surprising to me. Uh, and then they've just retained Mitchell Brown, uh, and I believe Mitchell Brown or Mitch Brown can also play in at lock, and I think. He was playing a fair amount of Super Rugby Aotearoa 2020 uh, at lock. Uh, Again, just because, you know, no Brodie retallic. And it was a little bit of a weakness area last year. Uh, So, I mean, I'm assuming he can do the same again uh, this year. Because I don't think he'll see too much game time at 8. When you've got the likes of uh, Suakula uh, in your squad. So, yeah, definitely looking pretty good uh, for the the Chiefs. Um, I would say... Uh, you know the props. The props are certainly good to efficient to good, but not exceptional. Uh, I think they've got a really good stable of hookers. Uh, I think they're a little bit weak, although they've got so much potential. They've got so many young, uh, and you know possibly great uh, locks there in terms of Akoi, Lord, and Vai. But uh, you know you'd have to say possibly a little bit weak there, uh, even with a little bit maybe of cross cover with Mitchell Brown, uh, and then just a huge amount of flanker depth. Uh, you know, with the likes of um, you know Lachlan Boshier, Sam Kane, Mitchell Karpik, Suakula, uh, and uh, Luke Jacobson. I mean, that's huge. Uh, how how do you get uh, you know five or six of those guys uh, into essentially three positions on the field? I'm not sure, but that's a good headache to have uh, for the Chiefs coach, uh, which we'll talk about soon because it will not be Warren Gatlin. So yeah, um, let's have a look at the backs though for the Chiefs. So we'll go through there and we'll start at scrum half, halfback, nine. Um, so they've returned Leroy Carter and Lesati Milo Harris uh, to Bay Plenty and Taranaki respectively, and they've picked up Xavier Rowe uh, from Waikato. So a couple of players returned to NPC teams, one picked up from an NPC team. What does that leave you with? It leaves you with uh, Xavier Rowe, Titoiro Tahure Rangi, and Brad Weber as your three nines which is very exciting. Um, you know, Brad Weber obviously leads that. He's, you know, the out-and-out number three uh, in New Zealand all-black halfbacks, for sure. Uh, you know, and maybe even pushing TJ Paranara pretty hard for that, you know, that backup deputy number two spot to Aaron Smith. Uh, Tituero Tahirirami has been that number three uh, over the last sort of four or five years. There's been periods where he's been that number three, um, you know, all-black's halfback. So he will want to get his game back and really push Brad Webber and then Xavier Rowe has just had you know an incredible NPC season, a very young player, very promising player, uh, you know, and the, the perfect kind of like third choice nine, you know, that you want to play from time to time uh, to rotate out or, or you know, rest and rotate uh, your star halfbacks. So, yeah, looking very good at scrum half for the Chiefs um, at fly half, first five or ten. Um, the Chiefs have lost Aaron Cruden uh, to Cabelco Steelers, a Japanese, Japanese team, uh, and Tian Falcon to Toyota Viblitz, another Japanese team. Who have they brought in? They brought in Bryn Gatlin from the Highlanders uh, and Rebez Rehana from Waikato, the NBC team. So yeah, you definitely have to say they've, they've lost a bit of talent there, um, but again, probably kind of uh, signposted. I think everybody knew that Aaron Cruden was pretty much just in it for a season, Uh, sort of just in it um, really just through you know the circumstances of the coronavirus and COVID-19 it just made sense for him to be back in New Zealand between you know gigs in France and and his future gig in Japan Um, so you know I think that was pretty well signposted. The loss of Tian Falcon would be perhaps a little bit disappointing to the Chiefs and or New Zealand rugby Uh, but you know he has had one or two or maybe even two or three seasons uh, in and around the Chiefs and Probably hasn't done as much as maybe some would have hoped. Uh, so, you know, he's on his way up to Japanese club competition as well. Uh, you know, buying in Bryn Gatlin, pretty good. Uh, so, you know, who do they have for 2021? They've got Bryn Gatlin, Reves Rehana, and Caleb Trask. Now, Caleb Trask was a real revelation in the Mita 10 Cup, 2020 Mighty 10 Cup, uh, but he was a real revelation for Bay Plenty at fullback. So, it'll be quite interesting to see. Uh, if he's sort of given that sort of like 10-15 spot for uh, the Chiefs and, you know, maybe he's just given that brief of like, you know, we're going to make you 22 this year and you're pretty much going to be backing up, you know, McKenzie and Brent Gatlin, if you know what I mean. Um, You know, and then we may well even see a fair bit more game time for Damian McKenzie at 10 because, you know, there isn't the quality of Aaron Cruden there. Um, You know, Gatlin is obviously pretty good you know, Trask is certainly uh, learning his trade and learning it very well, uh, and then Rivers Ray Hunter is certainly a work in progress or, you know, a development player. So, you know, that says to me that Damian McKenzie probably will be starting games a lot at fullback still, but he may well be pushing into ten, uh, almost sort of aping, uh, you know, Bowdoin Barrett, if you will, uh, in the way that he, he has often been used, uh, with the Blues and the All Blacks. So yeah, I think that's good for the Chiefs. Uh, if we have a look in at the centres, uh, 12 and 13, so who have they lost there? Uh, well, Auburn-Ledger has been returned to Counties Manukau, and Tamuamanu Manu has been picked up by Pau, uh, a French club. Uh, they've picked nobody up, so they've lost two players there, or released, at least kind of released one player and lost the player to a French club, uh, but they've picked nobody up. So who are in the centres for the Chiefs? Well, it's led by Anton Leonard-Brown, Alex Nankerville, Balen Sullivan and Quinn Tupiah. So, yeah, um, you know, Alex Nankerville, fairly solid at Super Rugby level. Obviously, Anton Leonard-Brown is, you know, high class, uh, you know, a starting all-black centre. Uh, and I think Quinn Tupiah has, you know, a lot of development or a lot of potential as well. And he basically bidded in his first year of, of Super Rugby last year. So hopefully he will be, uh, you know, bigger and better. But yeah, the likes of Nankerville and Balen Sullivan, uh, you know, pretty good, uh, pretty good, fairly experienced, uh, you know, New Zealand sort of NPC, might-of-10, uh, you know, kind of players that can do a job at super rugby level. You know, if you've got a fully fit Anton Leonard Brown, he could play 12 or 13, and then, you know, hopefully, you know, Quintipaya can step up and, you know, you know continue his progression uh, as, a young, as a young rugby player. So, yeah, you know, perhaps a touch light there, uh, and maybe a little bit surprising that they've only gone with four players. Uh, and basically lost two players, didn't pick anyone up in the midfield. Uh, So let's have a look at the wings uh, for the Chiefs. So who have they lost? They lost uh, Solomon Alaimalo to the Highlanders, uh, and Kenny Naholo is injured for 2021. That would be the younger brother of Waisake Naholo. Uh, Who have they picked up? They picked up Jonah Lowe from the Hurricanes. So yeah, losing Solomon Alaimalo, that is a little bit of a dagger, you'd have to say, again he's a genuine you know back three merchant like he can play on the wings he can play fullback for you i think really a stretch You probably could have pushed him into center as well uh, you know he's a very versatile player very good player and he's certainly got you know three or four years of super experience behind him now so that's quite a loss They've um, picked up Jonah Lowe from the Hurricanes who really has been a bit of a bit player bit man for the Hurricanes i don't think they'll mind too much uh, that Jonah Lowe has you know parted ways uh, and they'll probably wish him well and good luck to see if he can get some game time Uh, but yeah you'd have to say I think they kind of lost on that deal uh, in terms of losing Alai Marlowe and picking up Jonah Lowe Uh, so who do they have uh, in the wings Uh, they have Jonah Lowe, Atene Nanai Satoru, Sean Stevenson and Sean Wainui so you know Nanai Satoru Stevenson and Wainui, those are they're quality players, they're quality operators. Uh, so that's, you know, that, they'll be very happy uh, to have retained those three. Uh, and, you know, obviously they'll be wishing for the best or hoping for the best from Jenna So yeah, pretty good back three, or pretty good winging uh, or wing stocks there. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Sean Stevenson's pretty versatile, can play full back as well. Um, and then even Sean Wainui can shift in and maybe play center for you if needed. Uh, and then at fullback, uh, what have they done there? Well, they've released Sam McNichol back to Hawks Bay, uh, and they picked up Chase Tiertier from the Hurricanes. So that's a really good pickup for the Chiefs. Um, you know, he is definitely a high quality, uh, you know, fullback uh, who can play very well on the wing if required, and again can play very well in the midfield. So you know, Chase Tiertier will be definitely one to watch. He's had a couple of really good seasons. Um, for Bay of Plenty over the last two years. He's been a big part of why they've been successful. In uh, 2019, they won uh, the Mitre 10 Cup Championship, and then in 2020, uh, they got to the uh, Mitre 10 Cup Premiership Semifinals. Uh, so he's a pretty big part of uh, why they've been successful over the last couple of years. Um, probably didn't get as many opportunities as he would have wanted at the Hurricanes, and I'm sure he's, you know, chomping at the bit to, uh, you know, try and get into that Chiefs set-up, try and get a, a starting spot there. Um, but, yeah, he had a really good season this year. Again, uh, playing more in the centres rather than at fullback or wing. So, again, that might be another reason why, um, you know, the Chiefs are a little bit light in terms of, you know, centres. They've got the likes of Chase Tier, maybe even Sean Wainui, who can push in from the wing or fullback. Uh, you know, and fill out that part of their roster. So, yeah, good stuff. Um, You know, again, let's just sort of recap it and see, you know, who did they lose? So, you know, if you have a look, um, you know, Leroy Carter, Lissati, Milo Harris, I wouldn't say they're huge losses. I think Xavier Rowe uh, coming from Waikato, uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, Aaron Cruden and Tian Falcon, that's definitely uh, a loss of quality there. Tian you know, Falcon was essentially injured for the entire, you know, twenty twenty season, uh, and Aaron Cruden was always just going to be sort of a one year deal. Uh, you know, picking up Brent Gatlin and then Rebe Zarehana You know, I think you've lost a little bit there. You'd have to say. Uh, in the midfield, like we said, they let they let go Auburn Ledger and Tumuamanu didn't pick up anybody as such, uh, and then in the wings they lost Solomon Alaimalo, Kenny Naholo injured for the season, and then Sam McNichol at fullback back to Hawke's Bay. So, you know, probably the, the biggest losses there, you'd have to say, would, would certainly Solomon Alamalo um, and then perhaps even, you know, Tian Falcon. Um, you know, maybe they would have won in another year or two just to see if he could get his game just to a little bit higher a level uh, in, you know, New Zealand super rugby circles. But, you know, he's gone up to Japan instead. So, yeah, certainly for me, uh, you know, with the addition of Chase Tia. Uh, I, th- I feel that the Chiefs will be a lot more confident, uh, you know, probably to still start Damian McKenzie at fullback, but maybe give him fairly meaningful minutes, perhaps, you know, 20, 25 minutes at the back end of a game, you know, finishing games at 10. Uh, and then obviously, you know, the rise of Caleb Trask throughout 2020 as well, who's looking like a quality 10-15 uh, utility. Uh, they've certainly got some, you know, some good options going there for the Chiefs. Pretty exciting squad. Part 3, the Crusaders. So let's have a look at the Crusaders squad for 2021, uh, the Playthroughs champions, uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa 2020 champions, and then like three times Super Rugby winners uh, the years before that in 1918 uh, and 17. So yeah, they're on like basically a four year winning streak uh, in Super Rugby competitions. So let's see, uh, you know, how things have, or what has happened for their 2021 season or their squad. Um, so they've released Harry Allen, basically, back to Canterbury, and they've picked up Fletcher Newell and Atamati Williams from Canterbury. So, you not know, relying heavily on, you know, the Canterbury Mid-10 Cup NBC team. Uh, I don't think, really, Harry Allen and or those two players just mentioned uh, Newell and Williams are going to be too much of a factor. Um, so, you know, let's have a look at the propping stocks for 2021. So it's Michael Ala Alatoa, George Bauer, Oliver Yeager, Joe Moody, Fletcher Newell, Isi Tonga Afasi, and Tamati Williams. So, you know, you're certainly going to be looking to get quite a lot out of uh, Michael Ala Alatoa uh, and Joe Moody. Uh, Ala Alatoa is a Samoan international prop, uh, and Joe Moody is an all black prop. And then you know backing them up uh, you've got some real quality some real depth of experience now uh, in terms of Oli jaeger uh, but even george bauer uh, and isi tonga afasi who i believe as of tonga afasi's uh, little brother as well so you know things just roll on there there's a, a fairly solid uh, production line they didn't really lose anybody uh, of of great note uh, in terms of props picked up a couple of development players Uh, and, you know, the players they wanted to keep, I think they've kept. Uh, If we have a look at Hooker, uh, Hugh Roach has been released, uh, and I believe Hugh Roach had, like, a two-year deal uh, coming over from Australia. Uh, I think he was coming from the Reds. Uh, I might be a little bit wrong about that, but I think he came over in uh, 2019 for a two-year deal, uh, and he's basically been released. Uh, Again, uh, no particular or, like, you know, that's not really going to affect... Uh, the Crusaders too much though, when we have a look at who do they have. So um, they released Q Roach, they didn't pick anybody up in terms of hookers, uh, and they've retained the three hookers really that they used, which are, you know, Andrew Macaleo, Brody McAllister and Cody Taylor. So obviously that's going to be led by, uh, you know, Cody Taylor uh, and Andrew Macaleo, uh, but Brody McAllister is also a pretty good, you know, third option at hooker. So, you know, you'd have to say the front row looking you know rock solid looking exactly like it did last year uh, let's have a look at the locks uh, so for the locks they haven't lost anybody uh, and they've picked up sam whitelock although you know sam whitelock effectively returned mid-year and played you know super Alteroa uh, for the crusaders uh, you know just when the japanese season was essentially uh, you know called off or you know postponed pushed out to 2021 so it says here, you know, Sam Whitelock is returning uh, from the Panasonic Wild Knights, but Whitelock, you know, essentially didn't even really play uh, Japanese rugby uh, in 2020. Uh, so what does it leave you with? It leaves you with Scott Barrett, Mitchell Dunge, Luke Romano, Quentin Strange, and Sam Whitelock. So if you go through there, um, you know, Scott Barrett is a current All Black, Mitchell Dunge, uh is well in the conversation. I believe he played for the South in the North South match. Luke Romano was a former uh, you know, All Black. Quentin Strange uh, pushed his way into the All Black squad for 2020, and then Sam Whitelock is, you know, one of the greatest ever uh, you know, All Black locks of all time. Uh, so, I mean, you've got a huge amount of quality there, again, uh, in the locking stocks. And obviously, Scott Barrett can play swimman in terms of you can start him at lock, you can have him on the bench, or you can start him at six, and you can cover lock and six. So, you know, a huge amount of quality there, uh, basically at prop, at hooker and at lock, uh, you know, basically making that Type 5 incredibly dangerous or, you know, just basically all the key fundamental pieces that the Crusaders had from 2020 are back uh, in that Type 5. So let's have a look at flankers uh, for uh, the Crusaders. So here they've lost a couple of players. Um, Billy Harmon has moved to the Highlanders uh, and Ethan Roots has been returned to North Harbour. Uh, I thought Ethan Roots actually looked pretty good in the Mitre 10 Cup. Uh, again, a little bit like Tony Lamborn from the Blues uh, in Southland. Uh, quite surprised that nobody picked up or he wasn't able to get a contract uh, either with his current team or another New Zealand Super Rugby team. I guess it just goes to show you know, how much like, flanker talent there is uh, in New Zealand rugby at present. But yeah, Billy Harmon pushing on down to the Highlanders. Um, you know that could be uh, a little bit of a loss, uh, but you know fractional, I guess. So what does it leave them with? Well, they picked up nobody. So they say goodbye, or you know they say goodbye to Ethan Roots, release them essentially to you know NPC, uh, and Billy Harmon went down to the Highlanders. They picked up nobody, uh, and they've got. Ethan Blackadder, Tom Christie, Cullen Grace, Sioni Harvili, and Tom Sanders uh, for their flankers. Uh, and you'd have to say that that's five high-quality super rugby playing, uh, super rugby level uh, players uh, playing there. You know, Ethan Blackadder looks very good. You know, Tom Christie had a great season last year. Cullen Grace pushed his way into the All-Black squad for 2020. Uh Sioni Harvili has been in and around you know first-class rugby in new zealand for a number of years now with the crusaders and tasman uh, and tom sanders is pretty similar you know he's been around you know canterbury rugby and the crusaders uh, for a number of years so you know that's some high quality flankers uh, that you've got to choose from there uh, and then at number eight uh, they have Fetu douglas and they've retained Fetu douglas so there's a hell of a lot of continuity going on there um you know, again, if you just have a quick look back, like who did they lose? Uh, you know, in terms of their, uh, you know, Ford's squad, who did they lose? Harry Allen, Hugh Roach, Billy Harmon, and Ethan Roots. They lost four players, uh, and you'd have to say, certainly two, if not three, of those players basically got no meaningful game time for them. So it's really only Billy Harmon moving down to the Highlanders. Um, you know, that they might kind of really feel in terms of, you know, picking an out-and-out 23. Uh, And then, you know, who do they pick up? Well, not very many people either, you'd have to say. Uh, You know, Fletcher Newell, Tommy Williams, those are two two very much development props. I don't think you'll be seeing too much of either of them, uh, especially with the other props that the Crusaders possess. Uh, And then, obviously, it's the return of Sam Whitelock from Japanese club rugby, uh, which, you know, they essentially already had Uh, in the 2020 Super Rugby Aotearoa, you know, competition. So yeah, a huge amount of consistency there in terms of the Crusaders uh, forwards. So let's push it out into the backs and have a look at how they're going there. So at scrum half, uh, half back or nine, um, they've retained the three players that they had from 2020, which is probably the three players that they had from 2019. And it might even be the three players that they had from say 2018. So there's a huge amount of continuity going on uh, at scrum half-nine or half-back. So who are those players? Well, it's Mitchell Drummond, Eri Anare, and Bryn Hall. Uh, and, you know, Bryn Hall and Mitchell Drummond, you can decide who you like more as such. I guess, generally speaking, Bryn Hall starts games, and Mitchell Drummond comes on and finishes them. And generally, they, they, they farm the game sort of like 50 minutes, 30 minutes, 45, 35 to each player, if you know what I mean. So, you know, they, they really do a fantastic job of that one-two punch role. And then Eddie Enare is, you know, a pretty quality, um, good, certainly very good mighty 10 cup level player and even, you know, pretty, pretty efficient, you know, third choice halfback uh, in a super rugby team. So, you know, looking pretty good there at nine. Uh, if we have a look at fly half, uh, first five or 10, um, the Crusaders have retained the same three players, so the same three players from last year, uh, which were or which are, uh, Fergus Burke, Brett Cameron, and Richie Moana. So clearly that um, you know clearly that trio is going to be led by Richie Moana, uh, but you know the likes of Fergus Burke and Brett Cameron really push each other hard at Canterbury level uh, as to who starts for Canterbury and who is his deputy. Um, generally speaking, the inside running should be Brett Cameron. He himself is a one-time all-black, and he's certainly been around um, the Super Rugby setup, the Crusaders Super Rugby setup for at least uh, two or three seasons now. Uh, Fergus Burke is a little bit younger; maybe it was his first season with the Crusaders last year, I believe. Um, but you know, Burke and Cameron definitely quite young players, pushing each other pretty hard. You know, to be you know back up to Richie Uh and of course, you know, as we get further down. Uh, I'll tell you why that isn't even really too much of a problem uh, for the Crusaders, but yeah, um, you know the likes of Bryn Hall, uh, backed up by Mitchell Drummond uh, and Richie Moana starting at ten. You know the Crusaders rolling on uh, as they have done for the last two or three years now. Uh, if we have a look at the midfield, uh, we've got we've lost or we I shouldn't say we uh, they have lost Inga Finau. Uh, he's been returned to Auckland and they've picked up Isaiah Punivai uh, from Canterbury. So, you know, returning a little bit of a peripheral player uh, and picking up a developmental player. Who does that leave them with uh, in the midfield? Uh, leaves them with Braden Enor, Jack Goodhue, Dallas McLeod and Isaiah Punivai. Now, Braden Enor is, I believe, out for the 2021 season. I think that's been reported already at a really terrible uh, kind of like a leg injury, I believe, uh, something in that north-south match. Um, so they probably will be looking to pick up some short-term cover there. Um, I just give a short-term contract to somebody. Um, obviously, Jack Goodhue uh, is there or thereabouts. Uh, and then you've got the likes of Dallas McLeod. He was definitely in and around the team last year. And then they've picked up Isaiah Punivai, who I believe is the brother of another Punivai who's playing for the Highlanders. Just uh, quickly scroll down and see who that is. I believe there's another Punibai. Yeah, Nagani Nagani So Nagani Punibai used to play for the Crusaders and then he switched down to the Highlanders I think last year. And I believe Isaiah Punibai is his little brother, who's like kind of following in his footsteps uh, and you know has gotten a contract with the Crusaders. Uh, so yeah, certainly a little bit brittle at centre. Uh, they're definitely going to need to pick somebody up for Braden Irner. Um, you know, and somebody to partner Jack Goodhue, uh, you know, they might want to start out with Dallas McLeod, uh, but, you know, I think they'll have to look for a little bit more depth uh, than that. Let's have a look at the wings uh, for uh, the Crusaders. So they've lost Fatuli Paea to the Highlanders, uh, and they've picked up Che Fihaki uh, from the Canterbury NBC team. Uh, Fihaki looked pretty good uh, out on the wing uh, for Canterbury, uh, certainly in a Couple of games that I saw this year in twenty twenty, so yeah, he's a he's a good pickup, he's a good wing pickup, uh, and then Fatuli Paiya again, he's just one of those players that just couldn't get enough game time at the Crusaders, uh, and he could very he could go very well down at the Highlanders. Uh, so what does that leave uh, the Crusaders with uh, in terms of wingers? Uh, you've got George Bridge, Lister Che Haki, Will Jordan, Manasa Mataele, and Sebu Reese. Now, obviously, you know, Will Jordan is, you know, pegged as a winger there. I think you could make a pretty strong case that he's an out-and-out fullback. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. You can only put him in one position and uh, when you're naming a squad. Um, but, you know, the likes of Bridge, George Bridge, and Severis, you know, backed up by Lester Genuku and Manasa Mataele. I mean, that's just a huge amount of quality. And then you haven't even gotten to the likes of, you know, Che Fihaki, and then Will Jordan, who's, you know, probably really going to play a lot at fullback. It's an incredible team there. Um, those, winging, that, that winging, those winger options are just incredible. Uh, and then at fullback, uh, basically David Harvely is listed, and David Harvely will return. Um, so what I want to say about David Harvely is um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him more in the midfield this year. Uh, just because when you have the likes of Will Jordan... Uh, and obviously you have the likes of Richie Moanga at 10 and at 15 uh, it kind of makes sense to perhaps give David Harvey a crack at 13 that way you know you could look to I mean and you don't have Braden Inor you know for the season for the 2021 season so you know I wouldn't be surprised to, to see them you know going Moanga 10 uh, Jack Goodhue 12 uh, David Harvely 13 and then uh, Will Jordan 15 essentially if everybody's fit I wouldn't be surprised if that's sort of like the, the default makeup of the Crusaders and that's incredibly dangerous, uh, I think, if you, know, um, you know, if you know All Black Rugby, if you know Super Rugby, uh, those players are high quality in those positions. So Crusaders looking, you know, a million dollars yet again. So, you know, if we have a look again at the uh, backs, the back squad there for the Crusaders, a quick check, who did they lose, who did they pick up? Well, it's a pretty, pretty quick tale, really. So they lost Inga Finau to Auckland, a centre, and they lost Fatuli Paia to the Highlanders. They picked up Isaiah Punevai from Canterbury in the midfield, and they picked up Che Fihaki from Canterbury uh, in the wings. So you know, basically, there's just no movement there. Uh, the players they lost, uh, they basically weren't really playing them, uh, couldn't really find a way to play them, and or just you know didn't want to, didn't want to, didn't want to select them uh, in many match day twenty threes. And I believe the two players that picked up are certainly with an eye on the future, probably players that are more with an eye towards 2022, 2023. Uh, and again, I don't, I don't think you'll see too much game time for either of uh, Punavai, the younger Punavai that is, and Chafee uh unless, you know, there are some serious injuries, uh, you know, running through the, the Canterbury squad. But, you know, basically all the pieces are, you know, back. I mean, if you go, if you just go through, you know, what could be, um, you know, at 9, you could have Bryn Hall, 10, Richie Moonga, 12, Jack Goodhue. 13, uh, David Harvilli. uh, You know, if you go 11, 14, you know, you could have it as George Bridge, Sebu Reese, uh, and then 15, Will Jordan. Uh, you know, and then obviously, you know, you could back that up with, you know, the likes of Mitchell Drummond, Brett Cameron, and Lester Faianginuku, or Manasa Mataili. Uh, you know, it's an incredibly deep or, like, very great... Uh, you know 23 or like you know back line plus reserves so yeah you know the crusaders are looking deadly for you know potentially a fifth year in a row uh, incredibly part four the highlanders so let's have a look at the highlanders for the 2021 season um, so, yeah, you've got to say, uh, the Highlanders, they really do love to use uh, the transfer, or, you know, they, they have a lot of movement going on here, uh, and they're always that kind of team, uh, just because basically their player base of Otago and Southland would, you know, quite easily be the smallest in terms of, um, you know, depth and talent uh, of the five Super Rugby sides. So, you know, they, they are not afraid. Uh, to go all around New Zealand and even across to Australia uh, to pick up talent Uh, and it's no different this year or well next year I guess in 2021. So let's have a look at who they lost and who they picked up. So uh, in the props, in the propping stocks we've got Josh Iosefa Scott has been returned to Waikato and Conan O'Donnell back to Counties Manukau. They've picked up Jermaine Ainsley from the Rebels, the Melbourne Rebels from Australia and Josh Honick from Otago, so that leaves them with uh, Jermaine Ainsley, Ethan De Group, Josh Honick, Aiden Johnston, Daniel Leonard Brown, Jeff Thwaites, and Siati Tokalahi. So yeah, um, pretty good, pretty good propping stocks there. You can certainly make a competitive, or you can certainly have a competitive front row uh, with with the, with those players. Um, so yeah, nothing too stellar. Uh, there's not too many guys there pushing for you know all black honours or certainly not yet, uh, but just a whole, just a just a good solid number of you know quality you know super happy playing props. So let's have a look at Hooker. Um, they've lost or they've released Nathan, Nathan Bella to Bay of Plenty, uh, New Zealand NPC team, uh, and they've picked up Ricky Jackson, who's returning from injury. So I don't know too much about Ricky Jackson, but I think he was out for pretty much the 2020 season. Um, But again, uh, Nathan Bella and Ricky Jackson, I don't think those two players are going to factor in too much. So let's have a look at the 2021 uh, hookers for the Highlanders. We've got Liam Coltman, Ash Dixon, and Ricky Jackson. So, you know, you're certainly going to be wanting to to rotate and or go, you know, with Ash Dixon and Liam Coltman there. Uh, If those two are fit... I think he'll be just, you know, probably starting Dixon a fair amount, uh, but, you know, occasionally giving Coltman the start and basically just playing those two as your, as your one-two hooker, as your one-two puncher hooker. But yeah, Coltman, Dixon, quality players, um, and, you know, Ash Dixon, a great leader. Had an exceptional 2020 uh, in all the different teams he was involved with, the Highlanders, Hawke's Bay, and New Zealand Maori He was uh, incredible. So if we have a look at Lock, or for the Locks, for the Highlanders, uh, Will Tucker has returned to it, been returned to Otago, the NBC team, uh, and Jack Weddon has uh, gone to the Waratahs, so the uh, you know, Sydney-based New South Wales Waratahs. So yeah, quite a bit of loss there, Jack Weddon. Uh, who have they brought in? Uh, they brought in Bryn Evans from Hawke's Bay. Now, I believe Brent Evans may have had a Hurricanes contract a couple of years back. might have been a peripheral Hurricanes player of some description. So, he is coming from the Hawks Bay, but I do believe he's got some super rugby experience behind him. Uh, what do the Highlanders have at Locke? Well, they've got Josh Dixon, Brent Evans, Paddy Party Parkinson, and Manaki Selby Rickett. So, you know, Josh Dixon and Paddy Paddy Parkinson were both exceptional uh, in 2020. Uh, Both picked up injuries, though, which, you know, may have cost them, like, an all-black squad place. Um, And then Manaki Selby-Rickett was actually very good as well. A little bit of a contentious player uh, due to his history uh, off the field, but he certainly had a very good 2020 on the field. Uh, And then, you know, that picking up Bryn Evans, who was part of a quality Hawks Bay team for 2020, uh, that won the Mighty Ten Cup uh, Championship so you know some good depth there um, certainly dixon and paripari parkinson uh you know quality locks if they stay fit you know the highlanders are looking pretty good uh, especially with the likes of ash dixon and liam coltman at hooker uh, if we have a look at the flanking at flankers so the flanking stocks uh this is just an absolute wow it's a it's a merry-go-round here so uh, the highlanders have lost dylan hunt to the blues Zane Capelli has been uh, returned basically to Bay of Plenty. Slade McDowell has been returned to Otago, and Jesse Parati has gone to the Cannon Eagles Japanese club. So they've lost uh, four flankers there, and certainly uh, and Dylan Hunt and Jesse Parati, uh, you know that's a fair amount of like quality Super Rugby experience. Hunt's been around the uh, Highlanders setup for a number of years, uh, and Jesse Parati was. Quite a long time, long term Chiefs player who played a season for the Highlanders last year. So to lose both those players, uh, it's quite a loss. But who did they pick up? Well, they picked up Billy Harmon from the Crusaders, great pick, and Liam Squire from the NTT Red Hurricanes Japanese club. So the former All Black Liam Squire is back in business. He's going to be back with the Highlanders. So, what a huge pickup that is. So, you know, Billy Harmon from the Crusaders, quality. Liam Squire from Japanese club uh, The Red Hurricanes Absolute steal So, you know, the loss of Hunt The loss of Parity, The loss of Capelli and McDowell Well, you know, you've got to say you'd take it You know, bringing in Billy Harmon And Liam Squire, especially Who does that leave you with? Uh, well, for 2021 They've got Tiariki Ben-Nicholas Who generally plays eight, I must say Shannon Frizzell, Billy Harmon James Lynch's Sione Mis- Leo and Liam Squire, so again, you've got a huge flanking stock there, like that's a stockpile of flankers, uh, but like I said, Teariki Ben-Nicholas, generally speaking, plays 8, um, but yeah, you know, Shannon Frizzell, All Blacks, All Blacks 6, Liam Squire, former All Blacks 6, uh, you know, James Lynch's he's a great open side, um, you know, Billy Harmon coming down from the Crusaders. Uh, it's looking pretty damn good uh, for the Highlanders there uh, in the uh, back row. At number eight, they have uh, Marino Mikaele Tu'u, uh, and they've retained him, and they've picked up Kazuki Haimino, uh, who's a Japanese international from uh, the Toyota Blitz. So, you know, to go along with Te Ben-Nicholas, uh, you've got Kazuki Haimino, Japanese international, and Marino Mikaele Tu'u. So you've got a huge amount of like 6-8 cover there, Uh, maybe a little bit weak or a little bit low, uh, having lost Dylan Hunt and Zane Capelli. Um, You're going to be relying probably quite heavily on James Lynchies and maybe Billy Harmon uh, to play 7, but that 6 and 8 is just covered, Uh, you know, they've, they've covered that five ways from Sunday. Uh, so, you know, they're going to be pretty big, pretty angry, and pretty dominant uh, at 6-8, I think, um, in 2021. So, yeah, good stuff. So, let's just have a quick look through the losses there. So, to just recap the Highlanders' uh, forwards, so they lost Josh Iosefer-Scott and Conan O'Donnell, uh, props. They lost Nathan Bella hooker. Okay. They lost Will Tucker and Jack Wedden, uh, locks. And then they lost Dylan Hunt, Zane Capelli, Slade McDowell, and Jesse Parati. So yeah, uh, quite a number of losses there. You'd have to say, uh, and some of them you'd have to say as well are quite high quality players. Um, you know Nathan Vella, he might not have got too much too much of a look in uh, into a you know certainly in a starting context or even a twenty three, but he has been around. Um, you know he's been around the traps for a while, uh, and he's a pretty good you know Super Rugby level player. They've lost him at hooker. Uh, Jack Wedden, uh, son of a former All Black great, and he certainly had a pretty good season last year for the Highlanders. Off to the Waratahs, that's quite a loss. Dylan Hunt to the Blues, that's a huge loss. And Jesse Parati to uh, you know the Cannon Eagles in the Japanese uh, club rugby, uh, also a loss. But yeah, like we said, um, certainly not shy to go around the country and or even to Australia uh, to pick up talent. Uh, picking up Jermaine Ainsley from the Rebels, that's a good that's a good buy. That's a really good Super Rugby level buy. Um, you know, Josh Honick, another good, you know, minor 10 cup player. Uh, don't know too much about Ricky Jackson. Bryn Evans, I believe, you know, he's ready to, to be a little bit more effective at Super Rugby level. And then, you know, Billy Harmond, Liam Squire, and Kazuki Haimino. Those are three very high quality Super Rugby slash international players. Uh, to add to your flanker slash number eight stocks. So, you know, I think on balance, you'd say the Highlanders did really well. Like they, they did definitely lose personnel that they would care about losing uh, and would, would notice. But I think that basically plugged all of those holes. The, maybe the biggest hole that I'm, that I'm seeing there is the loss of Jack Wedden and the fact that he hasn't really been replaced by anyone of huge quality uh, obviously, they they brought in Bryn Evans. It's you know to be seen like how good a how good a trade or how good a a move or two moves they are. But otherwise, you know I think they've they've covered all their losses and and then made gains. So you know it's going to be pretty exciting um, to see how they go there. They should be very competitive up front. If we have a look at uh, scrum half, halfback nine, uh, they've retained the three halfbacks from twenty twenty. So that is uh, Falao Fakatawa, Kane Hamilton and Aaron Smith. Now Falao Fakatawa was hot property uh, in Maida 10 Cup 2020. Uh, he was certainly like third choice Highlanders halfback, uh, say at the start of 2020. I believe he probably pushed his way into being second choice behind Aaron Smith uh, towards the end of 2020. And then just had an absolutely stellar season for Hawke's Bay at halfback, he was amazing. So, you know, having Aaron Smith backed up by Falau Whakatawa and even Kane Hammington, uh, that's three really good Rugby and or international level uh, halfbacks there. be very interesting to see what Whakatawa uh, does in terms of who he declares for. I believe, well, I believe he is, you know, first and foremost a New Zealander, but I believe he has, you know, Tongan ancestry. Uh, I might be wrong about that, but it's certainly Pacific Island ancestry, uh, and I think, think, uh, you know, Tonga and or Samoa, whoever it is uh, that he's attached to, might be pushing really hard to, uh, you know, try and get him to declare for them so that he can play perhaps at the 2023 World Cup. So that'd be pretty interesting to see what he decides to do over the next year, two years. Um, You know, obviously having Aaron Smith ahead of him, it's going to mean a lot of great learning for him, but it's also going to mean a lot of bench time. So it'll be interesting to see if he wants to stick around in New Zealand rugby, stick around in Highlanders rugby for too long, because like I said, he was absolute hot property, um, you know, in 2020 in the Mitre 10 Cup. So yeah, uh, at fly half, first five, 10, um, the Highlanders have lost to Bryn Gavlin. He's gone up to the Chiefs, uh, and they've picked nobody up in his replace. So they're just staying with two 10s, that being Mitchell Hunt and Josh Iwane. Now, obviously, those two players are pretty great in the sense that Mitchell Hunt uh, can play 10-15 and Josh Iwane can play 10-12, so they really do, they can start, out-and-out start a game for you as a 10, but you can play them in the midfield and or at fullback as well, which gives you you quite a lot of versatility there. Um, yeah, so only going in with uh, two dedicated 10s though, that is potentially a little bit of a weakness, you certainly wouldn't want either of those two players to have, you know, a serious uh, sort of long-term injury uh, for your season. Uh, If we have a look at the centres, yeah, they've lost Rob Thompson to Toyota Verblitz, a Japanese club, uh, and Teorangi Walden has been returned to Taranaki, which is quite surprising to me, Te Walden has been a really good player for the Um, so yeah and he's got some really good leadership uh, in that midfield so quite surprised to see him essentially be released back to Taranaki Uh, and who have they picked up and replaced Fatuli Paia from the Crusaders so you know losing a couple of very experienced players there Rob Thompson to Japanese to Japanese team to Edeva Blitz and then releasing essentially Tay Walden uh, and picking up uh, a pretty inexperienced player in Fatuli Paia so interesting stuff um who does that leave you with uh, at center or in the midfield for the highlanders uh well you've got michael collins scott gregory for Paya, ceo Tomkinson, and thomas umanga jensen so yeah michael collins uh he's been back for a couple of seasons now he played up in he was playing for otago uh but playing his super Rugby for the blues for a couple of years and he was he's now been back with the uh, Highlanders for at least a year. I think this might be his second year with the Highlanders. Uh, so he's got a lot of good leadership, um, a lot of good mana about him, if you will. Um, and obviously he can play fullback as well. So he's very good in the midfield, but he's a good fullback too. Uh, it's pretty similar to Scott Gregory. Um, you know, he's a New Zealand sevens player. Uh, he can certainly play at fullback on the wing, uh, and he's listed here as a centre. Uh, we've talked a bit about Fatuli Paya already. C. O. Tomkinson uh, is another very good, you know, Super Rugby level player. Although you know he's really got to work out his tackling technique. Uh, he's often on the wrong side of yellow cards and penalties there, but he is very aggressive in the tackle, which is good to see. Hopefully he can control it a little bit more. And then there's Thomas Umanga Jensen, who is the twin of uh, Peter Umanga Jensen, who made it into the All Blacks this year and plays for the Hurricanes. So, yeah, they've certainly got a fair amount of firepower uh, in the centres, uh, even though they lost, you know, Rob Thompson and Tay Walden. Uh, and then, yeah, if we have a look at wings, uh, what happened there? So, again, it's a little bit of a car crash here. So, uh, Tima Faengenuku, Lister Faengenuku's, uh, from the Crusaders, Lester Faengenuku's brother, Tima Fayenganuku has been uh, returned to Tasman. Josh Mackay has been returned to Canterbury. And Tevita Nabura has been returned to Counties, Manukau. So that's three very high-quality wingers. Um, certainly, a, and in Josh McKay's case, a back three player who can even play 10 for you. So, you know, very surprised that Josh McKay wasn't given a contract. Uh, at schoolboy level, age grade level, Josh McKay was a 10. Uh, he's played most of his first-class rugby, you know, for Canterbury and the Highlanders as a 15 uh, and winger. Uh, but he has a huge amount of versatility, He's certainly a back three slash ten player, uh, and the Highlanders are only going into this season with uh, you know two tens. So a little bit surprised to see him get effectively cut and you know return to the Canterbury NPC team. Uh, who have they picked up though? Well, they picked up Solomon Alaimalo from the Chiefs. It's a great buy. Connagard uh, garden Baship is returning from injury. He is the younger brother of uh, Jackson Garden Baship, who plays ten for the Hurricanes, I believe. Uh, And Sam Gilbert has come in from Otago as well. Uh, And we saw him in a couple of games uh, in 2020. So yeah, so that leaves you with uh, Solomon Alaimalo, Connor Garden Baship, Sam Gilbert, Jonah Nariki, and Nagani Punavai. So Jonah Nariki, I guess you could say, at a stretch, he can be your third ten. Uh, but he's probably more of an out-and-out, back-three guy. Um, You know, Nani Punavai is a good player, he's got some Crusaders pedigree to him. Solomon Ale-Malo, fantastic Chiefs player. Uh, And then, you know, Connor Gardner-Bashup, Sam Gilbert, perhaps, uh, you know, works in progress. Uh, If we have a look at fullback, what's happened there? So, Chris Kudendrani, who has played uh, rugby over in Australia uh, at a couple of different uh, Australian Super Rugby teams, He's been released or returned to Counties Manukau, uh, and the Highlanders have picked up Vilamoni Koroi and Nihimunaskara from Toulon. So yeah, good pick up there, the former Oblak Nihimunaskara. So yeah, so basically, Vilamoni Koroi and Nihimunaskara as your fullbacks. Obviously, Michael Collins, uh, Scott Gregory even uh, can play there as well. So a huge amount, and, and Mitchell Hunt can obviously play there as well for you. So a huge number of players that can play that fullback role. And I guess that's why Josh McKay uh, was given the cut. Uh, they've just decided, hey, we've already got four fullbacks uh, and we don't need you to be our like third choice 10. We're going you know, to back Jonah Nariki uh, to do that job. But yeah, some pretty interesting stuff. Um, you know, Highlanders are losing a huge number of players here, uh, especially in the backs. So if we just focus on that, you know, Bryn Gatlin... Rob Thompson, Tay Walden, Tima Ganuku, Josh McKay, David Nabura and Chris Kiridrani. You'd have to say that almost all of those players are starting players slash twenty light like players in your match day twenty-three uh, for a Highlanders team. Uh, so a number of big losses there. Uh, but you know they've counted it with Fatuli Payer coming down from the Crusaders, Solomon Alemalo from the Chiefs, uh, Colin, Connor Garden Bashup, Sam Gilbert, uh, you know, maybe work in progress. Vilamone Karoi from the New Zealand Sevens program, and then, you know, Niki Monascada from Toulon and obviously from the All Blacks, or previously, you know, a former All Black. So, yeah, um, I'd have to say, yeah, jury's out a little bit for me there as to whether that was good buying. Um, obviously, a number of those players would have gone no matter what the Islanders decided to do or say, uh, but I think they've done fairly well uh, to plug a number of holes. Um But yeah, probably more excited for their 4-pack than I am for their backline, I have to say. Part 5. The Hurricanes. So let's have a look at the Hurricanes squad for 2021. So if we start with the props, we've got, uh, Ben May is out, uh, he's been returned to Taranaki. I think he's almost essentially retired actually, um, but you know, he's retired from Super Rugby I believe a uh, fairly old player, a uh, good, loyal servant for the Hurricanes uh, over the years. He may have even played for the Crusaders somewhere along the line as well, but certainly been involved in the Hurricanes for a number of years now. Uh, so he's been returned uh, to Taranaki, uh, and nobody has been uh, brought in in his replace. Uh, so who do the Hurricanes have uh, in their propping stocks? Uh, they've got Fraser Armstrong, Alex Vidal, Tyrell Lomax, Tavita Mafaleo, Xavier Niumia, and Poerere Rakiri Stones. So again, uh, that's a really good stable, um, of props there, uh, super level props, uh, for the Hurricanes. Uh, I think they'll rely, you know, pretty heavily on Tyrell Lomax, Alex Vidal, um, you know, even Fraser Armstrong, I guess, Tavita Mafaleo, uh, I mean, I think they'll farm it around. Um, you know, I guess your strongest prop there is definitely Tyrell Lomax, who's involved, um, with the All Blacks in 2020, uh, but there's a number of good players there uh, to choose from, uh, and Alex out is certainly one to watch over the next couple of years. Uh, if we have a look at hookers, uh, there are, basically there's nothing in, nothing out for the Hurricanes, so uh, they retained their three hookers, which are Asafa Amua, Dan Cole's, and Ricky Riccatelli. Now you'd have to say um, that has to be the strongest, uh, you know, hooking. Uh, three uh, in the competition, uh, you know that that's just three incredibly good, um, you know Super Rugby level uh, hookers, uh, obviously led by Dan Cole's, but also Asafa Almoa That's two, um, you know All Blacks like twenty twenty All Blacks, uh, and Ricky Riccatelli has done a great job uh, for the Hurricanes over a number of seasons now, going back to sort of like twenty, maybe 2016, 2015 sixteen twenty fifteen. He's been around for you know at least four five six seasons now. Uh, for the hurricanes so they've got a great uh, you know hooking stocks there for 2021 so uh, not a huge amount of movement in terms of that um, just basically been made out uh, to pretty much to retirement uh, back to taranaki uh, and then everybody else has been retained uh, in terms of the front row uh, the props and hookers so if we have a look at locks uh, who do we have there well again um, the hurricanes have brought nobody in uh, and they've lost nobody so it's very consistent in terms of the uh, type five so who do they have for 2021 well they've got James Blackwell, Kane Laupepe, uh, Liam Mitchell, Scott Scrafton and Isaiah Walker-Leo so you know James Blackwell played very well um, you know for the last couple of seasons actually a little bit of an undersized lock uh, but he does a great job uh, for the Hurricanes he's got a great engine on him and plays a lot of big minutes um, so, you know, good to see him there again. Uh, Kane Pepe is a uh, Samoan international, good player. Uh, didn't really play uh, in 2020, uh, I think, for a number of, re- or like for injury reasons. Uh, Liam Mitchell, reasonable. Scott Scrafton, high quality, uh, second season now with the Hurricanes after being uh, part of the Blues. And Isaiah Walker leaweri has been around the Hurricanes for a number of seasons now as well, uh, and is in New Zealand Māori. Uh, international uh, if you will so again uh, the locks looking very good um, for the hurricanes and basically in that entire type 5 uh, you've just got one loss Ben May Uh, nobody else out and nobody else in so a lot of consistency going on there Uh, if we have a look at the flankers um, the hurricanes have returned Murphy Taramai to North Harbor uh, and they've brought nobody in. Uh, so the flankers for the Hurricanes in 2021 are Vaya Fafita, Devon Flanders, Duplessis Karifi, Reed Princep, and Adi Savia. So again, that's a really, really high quality uh, you know, flanking unit uh, for the Hurricanes. I think they'll be very happy with that. Um, you know, obviously, Vaya Fafita, former All Black, Devon Flanders had a huge season for Hawke's Bay. I think he was their player of the year. Duplessis Karifi, uh, you know, pushed into the All Blacks uh, in 2020. Uh, Reid Princept, he's been in the Crusaders and now at the Hurricanes for a number of years. And then Adi Savia is just, you know, an exceptional uh, you know international rugby player. So, you know, a huge amount of depth there, again, uh, in another New Zealand super rugby team with huge depth uh, at flanker slash number eight. Uh, and then at number eight, uh, the Hurricanes have Gareth Evans, uh, they've retained him, and they've picked up Brendan Iose from Manawatu, so I think he's a little bit of a, you know, a project for the Hurricanes. So, yeah, you know, you add Gareth Evans uh, to the likes of Fafita, Karifi, and Adi Savia, you know, plus, you know, Devin Flanders uh, and Reid Princept, and, you know, that's a, that's a hell of a, that's a hell of a good back road uh, for the Hurricanes. And, you know, if you just review that just one more time in terms of the forwards, uh, only Ben May, you know, and Murphy Taramai out, and then just picking up the one player, uh, Brendan Ayose uh, from Manawatu, uh, and number eight. So very, very consistent for the Hurricanes. Uh, what they had last year, which was pretty effective, they're going to have it again this year, uh, essentially. Uh, if we have a look at the backs, it definitely gets uh, a little bit more complicated for the Hurricanes. So if we start at scrum half, half back nine, um, TJ Perenara has gone to the NTT Red Hurricanes, so a Japanese club team. He's essentially taken um, a year out of Super Rugby, uh, and he's been. And the Hurricanes have brought in Luke Campbell uh, from the Bay of Plenty. Uh, so you know he's been a pretty good player uh, in that a very effective, very good bad plenty team over the last couple of years, and he'll be a pretty good addition uh, for the Hurricanes. Um, so who do the Hurricanes have at halfback with the loss of TJ Perenara? They have Jamie Booth, uh, Luke Campbell, and Jonathan Talmatene. Talmatene was a Chiefs player uh, a couple of seasons back, and he's been with the Hurricanes now for a couple of years, so they'll definitely be wanting to get a fair bit more out of him. Uh, Jamie Booth, I believe, has picked up a pretty serious injury uh, at the end of 2020, um, playing in the Martin Cup. So he may well actually miss uh, certainly the start of the season uh, for the Hurricanes. So yeah, they'll definitely be looking for Jonathan Taomateni to start uh, with the exciting or young Luke Campbell uh, backing him up. If we have a look at uh, fly half, 1st five ten, um, the Hurricanes have lost James Marshall Uh, It's got it down here, as injured, but again, I believe he's probably kind of just retired uh, more than anything, Um, and Fletcher Smith uh, has gone to the uh, NTT.com Shining Arcs, I believe it is, again, another Japanese club team. Um, The Hurricanes have picked up Simon Hickey from Edinburgh uh, in the Pro 14. So yeah, the Hurricanes are just going with two first fives, which is a little bit risky, um, they've retained Jackson Garden Bishop and they've picked up Simon Hickey. So yeah, interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, in the centres, uh, there have been no losses and there have been nobody that has been picked up. So, uh, let's have a look there. Um, they've got, all the Hurricanes, I guess I could say we have got uh, Vince Asso, Nani La Mape, Billy Proctor, Danny Tawala and Peter Umana Jensen so there is a real logjam of talent there, um, you know, Nani La Mape and Peter Umana Jensen would be your all blacks, uh, your all black midfielders, uh, obviously Vince Arso is a quality super rugby player, has been for a number of seasons now, Billy Proctor is the younger brother, uh, of, uh, another Proctor, um, I'm just losing his name, which is a little bit embarrassing, um, but yeah, uh, Billy Proctor is the little brother of Matt Proctor, sorry, uh, who, has passed, who has moved on, he hasn't passed away, uh, but he's moved on, uh, you know, a couple of seasons back now. Uh, but, you know, a, a real up-and-comer for the Hurricanes as well. So, you know, when you've and then Danny Tawala, you can certainly play him uh, out of the uh, back three or uh, in the wings as well. Uh, hasn't really had too many opportunities uh, in his Hurricanes career. But, you know, having the likes of Lao Mape and Peter Umanga-Jensen uh, with, you know, backed up by Vince Asso and Billy Proctor, that's a, you know, that's a really, really high quality midfield for the Hurricanes. Uh, if we go to the wingers, um, yeah, quite a number of losses here. Uh, so Ben Lamb has moved to Bordeaux uh, in France. Uh, Jonah Lowe has moved to the Chiefs and Kobus Van Veik has moved to the Leicester Tigers in the English Premiership. Uh, so, the Hurricanes have definitely had to pick a few players up here, um, so they've picked up Pippi Sana Patafilo from Wellington, the NPC team, uh, they've, uh, uh, Salisi Reasi has returned from the New Zealand Sevens program, he's been in you know, and around the Hurricanes for a couple of years now, uh, but he's been returned fully from the New Zealand Sevens program. They've picked up Julian Savia uh, from Toulon, the uh, former All Black and, you know, Hurricanes superstar. Uh, and they've also picked up Lalogi Vicenia from Hawks Bay, uh, who has played a couple of seasons for the Blues uh, a couple of years earlier. So, you know, some real talent there uh, again in the back three or in the wings uh, for the Hurricanes. So, who do they have? Wes Hurson, Pepisana Patafilo, Celici Reasi, Julian Savia, and Lalogi Vicenia. So, yeah, I think you'd definitely be looking to have Wes Hurson, you know, heavily involved. Uh, and then there could be a fair amount of rotation on the other wing, uh, you know, the likes of Ray Asi and Savia, you know, pushing each other pretty hard for that starting spot. Uh, if you go to fullback, um, they've lost Chase Teatia to the Chiefs. That's uh, a little bit of a loss for sure. Uh, and they've picked up Ruben Love from Wellington, like the Wellington NPC team, uh, a very young player. I believe he's only 19. Uh, so you know a huge amount of uh upside potential from him or you know hopefully that they're going to get out of him Uh, i believe he generally plays fullback certainly was this year for the wellington npc team the Mighty 10 and the Mighty 10 cup but i believe he can also play 10 and i guess that's why they've only gone with two 10s jackson garden bashup and simon hickey and i believe Ruben love will be kind of like third choice 10 um also, you add to that at fullback, Geordie uh, Barrett, who has, you know, signed on for another season as well. So, yeah, looking at a pretty high-quality back three, uh, pretty high-quality midfield, uh, maybe a little bit patchy at 9-10, though, uh, with the loss of Perinara uh, and the injury, uh, a fairly long-term injury to Jamie Booth, uh, and then, you know, like, not a lot of squad cover, uh, you know, essentially saying goodbye to James Marshall and Fletcher Smith. So yeah, it could be a little bit low uh, or like, you know, certainly one or two injuries uh, and the uh, 9-10 positions could be looking uh, a little bit vulnerable for the Hurricanes. But yeah, if you just go and recap, um, you know, the basically the backs, the the back squad, um, you know, Piaranara out for the season, basically taking a sabbatical to play Japanese club rugby, Uh, you know, James Marshall injured slash retired. Letcher Smith uh, to Japanese club rugby, Ben Lamb to Bordeaux in France, Jonah Lowe to the Chiefs, and Cobus Van Vake to the Leicester Tigers in England, and Chase Tietje to the Chiefs. Um, that is a number of players that you would want to start and or have in your 23, that's for sure. Um, so, you know, the Hurricanes probably looking uh, a little bit down uh, in the backs there, you know, picking up the likes of Luke Campbell from Bay of Plenty, Simon Hickey from Edinburgh, be interesting to see how he goes how much game time how much starting time he gets uh, but you know certainly um an experienced player in terms of his uh, european pedigree uh and then you know in the backs or the back three you know patafilo ray savia julian savia uh, and laloki vicenia as well as ruben love uh certainly a fair amount of upside potential there I think, you know, Visenya is under the radar, he's definitely been in and around the Blues for a couple of years, maybe lost the, maybe lost the contract, the Super Rugby contract for a season, uh, and he'll be definitely wanting to, to get himself involved in the Hurricanes. Uh, the return, the full return of Celisi Reazi will be huge, hugely good news uh, for the Hurricanes. Uh, he had an amazing, um, you know, uh, Martin Cup for Auckland uh, in 2020. Uh, And then obviously the return of Julian Savia from a couple of years away uh, in French rugby at Toulon as well is going to be really good uh, for the Hurricanes. Uh, And obviously the retainment of uh, Geordie Barrett as well is uh, pretty key. So yeah, um, definitely going to be competitive. Um, I really do like that midfield uh, and I do like the back three, uh, but yeah, just... uh, Fingers crossed, touch wood, uh, that there's not too many injuries uh, in terms of scrum half, fly half, or nine and ten, otherwise the Hurricanes could be uh, in a little bit of trouble. Uh, Jason Holland has been retained as coach as well, kind of came in as a pretty late uh, replacement or he was assistant coach uh, to John Plumtree. Plumtree then got picked up by Ian Foster in terms of his all-black coaching unit, Uh, so uh, he got a pretty, you know, quick uh, rise to the head coaching role for the Hurricanes, uh, and he'll be all the better for last year, or for 2020, and he'll be even better in 2021 as a head coach. Uh, I think, you know, he'll do, it. he'll do a good job there, or he'll do enough uh, for what the Hurricanes require. So, yeah, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I really want to talk about there in terms of the Hurricanes. Um you know, like I said, like the the Ford the squad is just looking so settled. Um, they were very good last year in 2020. I'm calling last year. It's still 2020. But, you know, they were good, very good last season in 2020. And they've basically retained everybody who's important. So, you know, hopefully look for some upside there. Uh, and, you know, that's pretty similar in terms of the midfield and the back three. Uh, obviously, you know, losing Ben Lamb. A little bit of a dagger, I think. Uh, you know, losing chase tier-tier to the Chiefs, perhaps a little bit of a uh, squad-depth dagger, um, or, you know, like 23-man dagger, but uh, did get too many starts. Uh, But other than that, um, you know, I think the backs are looking reasonable. Uh, It will be good to see uh, how the Hurricanes play, or certainly interesting to see how the Hurricanes play without Peranara, who has just been an absolute mainstay at nine uh, for the Hurricanes for, you know, the best part of a decade now. Uh, so yeah, it will definitely be interesting to see at the start of the season, uh, no Petanara and no Jamie Booth either. Um, yeah, it could be uh, the biggest weakness that the Hurricanes have. But you know, all in all, I think they've done pretty well uh, in terms of plugging their holes or plugging their gaps. Uh, and I think it'll be a pretty good season for them in 2021.